Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Dharma. I am your host, Heather Love. I'm excited you're here. I'm doing a special eight-week series based on the teachings in The Book of Joy, authored by Douglas Abrams. This book has changed my life, and I wanted to share it with you. In 2015, good friends, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu met in India over the course of a week to discuss the nature of joy and obstacles to reaching it. Together, they offered eight pillars of joy, which provide the foundation for lasting happiness. In this series, we'll break down each pillar in detail so that you will have the tools you need to find pure joy. I have highlighted so many passages in my copy of the book. I will talk about some of these highlights during the episodes, but would love for you to pick up your own copy and pick out your own favorite parts. Please join me in finding lasting happiness in a changing world. Pillar 5. Forgiveness. This is the first of the four joy pillars that are qualities of the heart. The first four pillars were qualities of the mind. Last week, we talked about acceptance and how being aware of and accepting what is, is the first step to change. You cannot succeed by denying what exists. We talked about how anxiety and stress come from having expectations and how once you release that, you become free. By learning to work with that energy of what is instead of against it, you can experience giving unconditional love and not a moment before. If you haven't given it a listen yet, I invite you to go check it out. Let's dive into forgiveness, the F word. This is a big one and can be triggering for a lot of people. So let's break it down and see what forgiveness is, what it is not, and why it's important to leading a joyful life. The definition of forgiveness is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for a mistake, offense, or flaw. While this definition doesn't address that forgiveness can also be towards yourself, I generally agree with how this is described. When most people think about forgiveness, they immediately think of letting someone else off the hook. So let's start there, and we'll come back to forgiving ourselves in a bit. People who harm others intentionally do so because they're suffering in some way. This is not an excuse. It's just how things are. They are looking for a way to ease their pain, and they don't see another way out. You have probably heard the saying, hurt people hurt people. People who are hurting express this frustration and anger and sadness in so many ways. It is important for us to understand that their actions have nothing to do with us. What people say or do to others is a reflection of what they have going on inside of them. I remember the first time this really hit home for me. I was listening to Wayne Dyer and he was talking about what happens if you squeeze an orange. No matter how hard you squeeze, only orange juice will come out. It doesn't matter which way you squeeze or for how long or what you say to it, you will never get lemon juice to come out of that orange. It was so interesting for me to realize that people are the same way. When someone is feeling triggered for whatever reason, 
how they respond has nothing to do with me and everything to do with their own traumas and experiences. This realization allowed me to put space between what they did and who they are. That is the key to being able to forgive and what the Dalai Lama speaks a lot about in this chapter. As the Dalai Lama said, forgiveness does not mean we forget. I think we have gotten confused about this and somehow think that these are one and the same, but they aren't. He goes on to say that there is an important distinction between forgiveness and allowing others wrongdoing. Forgiveness does not mean you approve of the wrongdoing. There is a distinction between the person doing the thing and the thing itself. The power of forgiveness lies in not losing sight of the person while also still being able to respond to the wrongdoing with firmness. I don't think I have ever heard anyone say that forgiveness is easy. However, it is easier if you can separate the thing from the person. In the book, they share many, many examples of people that have experienced horrible things at the hands of another human. And those victims go on to forgive the people that caused so much pain. It took me a long time to understand how on earth someone could lose a loved one due to homicide and then go on to forgive the person that did it. Because in my mind, I connected forgiving with forgetting or saying it was okay. It takes someone really connected to a power greater than themselves to be able to forgive someone that has taken away someone you love. There is so much grace and power in that. I have learned so much by these stories. And what is really fascinating to me is that so often the forgiveness was given without an apology. Or sometimes the apology came later. But forgiveness was the key to moving forward. Just like what someone does or says has nothing to do with you, by you forgiving someone, it really has nothing to do with them. It's for you. In no way are you saying that what someone did was okay, which is what so many people think forgiveness is about. It's not. It's about releasing the resentment so that you can find peace in your own heart. When you carry around anger or sadness because of what someone else did, you are letting them have control over you. Yes, their actions may have forever changed your life. But how much power do you want to give someone else for how you move forward? If you continue to hold on to resentment, you are putting yourself at risk for health problems even. It weakens your overall immune system and increases stress and anxiety. Studies have shown that it shortens your lifespan. You are more likely to have issues with heart disease, stroke, cancer, even alcoholism, drug addiction, weight gain depression, and burnout, to name a few. Do you want to let how you feel about someone dictate whether you live or die? Because it's that serious. Again, this isn't easy. When someone hurts us in any way, we can very quickly move to a space of separateness. We start to think how we are better than someone else or how we would never do what they did. It is only when we create space between the action and the humanity of the person, can we remember that we all come from the same source? And it's important to remember that even by considering the person themselves, 
that forgiveness does not mean what they did is okay or that you have to allow them to be in your lives. That is completely up to you. Just asking for them to have the same peace and happiness that you desire can be extremely powerful. At the same time, as they mention in the chapter of the book, forgiveness does not mean that you do not seek justice or that someone isn't punished if their actions call for that. But until you forgive the person, you allow them to hold the keys to your happiness. And sometimes forgiveness has nothing to do with something being illegal or what people would consider traumatic. I've had a lot of people do some shitty things to me and I forgave them for my own peace of mind so that my heart could rest knowing that I was not carrying that negative energy around with me. And because I'm not perfect, I've done some shitty things to others. And maybe those people will never forgive me. I'm not proud of those things, but this is where learning to forgive myself became essential and necessary. Forgiveness of ourselves is so hard because our egos are very involved in the process. And that's not a completely bad thing because our egos allow us to basically take inventory of our actions. If we don't acknowledge that piece, we will never be able to make any changes. And I don't know about you, but when I hurt someone, like I really hurt them, it doesn't make me feel good. Revenge just isn't in my heart, no matter how much I dislike someone. As the archbishop said in this chapter, an eye for an eye will leave the whole world blind. So when I do something that makes someone else feel badly, and especially if it's someone I care about, it's important to me to evaluate my role so that I can handle it differently in the future. As I've said a million times before, I will never be perfect, but I do try to continue to be a better person today than I was yesterday. And sometimes that means being really honest with myself about myself and figuring out what made me hurt someone. 99% of the time, it's related to fear in some way, which is why the ego gets involved. It's trying to protect me. How willing are you to see things differently? How willing are you to sit in that discomfort and release judgment of yourself and of others? One of my favorite lines from A Course in Miracles comes in the form of a question. The question is, do you prefer to be right or be happy? I've asked this randomly to people in my life over the years, and the answer is almost always the same. They say both, which I get, but they're missing the point. Of course, we all want both. But what if you really had to pick just one? What would you choose? What does being right really get you in the long run? Do you think that if you hold tight to the idea of being right, that your heart is in a place to be able to forgive? Probably not. As the Archbishop said, those who say that forgiving is a sign of weakness haven't tried it. Forgiveness breaks the cycle so that healing can begin. The next time you find yourself in a situation where forgiveness is one of the options, I invite you to take a step back and see the space between the thing and the person and see if there is even a little bit of room to allow some grace. If not, that's okay. You can try again another time but I invite you to keep looking for the opportunity to forgive yourself and others. 
Gabby Bernstein also has an entire chapter in her book, Spirit Junkie, dedicated to the F word. And I love what she says about forgiveness. She says, if the light in you reflects the light in them, you can choose to only see their light. It is your choice to forgive and release darkness. It is your choice to see with love. And I think that is really beautiful. You get to decide what you will choose and whether or not you forgive. Whether it's yourself for something terrible you did or it's someone else that hurt you. There is so much power and beauty in forgiveness. It has literally changed my life. I no longer carry baggage around that was never meant for me to carry. I find peace and happiness in knowing that every other human on this planet wants the same thing. And I have compassion for those that are fighting so hard to find a way to get it, even if the way they go about it isn't the same way I would. Once we know better, we can do better, one day at a time. Until next time, when we talk about joy, pillar number six, gratitude, thank you for listening and have a magical day. If you love conversations like this, I invite you to head on over to my free Facebook community where you'll find like-minded people who are also interested in living their best lives. If you've struggled to be understood or feel like your friends never quite got you, you no longer need to feel alone on your journey. This is a safe place to show up as your authentic self and connect with others as they do the same. We provide love, support, and resources to you knowing that the best is yet to come. Join us in the Best Days Ahead community on Facebook by clicking on the link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio. See you in there.